0: This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM.
1: Having strong relationships with real estate partners can be the lifeblood of an independent mortgage broker's business. So how do you create a connection that will make agents ask you to work with them? In this episode of Good Better Broker, we hear from two brokers who have put a huge emphasis on creating value for their real estate partners by investing in their success as much as their own. Whitney Bulbrook and Skylar Welch, two real estate partner rock stars, join us for episode four of Good Better Broker.
0: This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind.
1: All right. Welcome back to Good Better Broker. Pleased to be joined by Whitney Bulbrook. She is the broker owner of Carolina Ventures Mortgage out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Whitney, great to have you aboard.
2: Hi, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
1: So not only are you in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, you are also a proud alum of the University of North Carolina, which I believe makes you the second most famous UNC alum right behind some guy named Michael Jordan, right?
2: (laughs) You bet. I love being uh, from the Tar Heel State. It's a great place to be and a wonderful place to live.
1: All right. All right. So you are you're representing that Carolina blue and uh, for this episode, we are talking to you about realtor relationships and how important this part of your business is. So Whitney, just for starters, when you think about the relationships you have with your realtor partners, what goes into cultivating those relationships and making sure that they remain strong?
2: Absolutely. So I think, you know, your partnership with realtors is critical to your business, Uh, you know, what I like to do is really solid pre approvals, so that that realtor is not taking a client around that can't ultimately get financing. And so I ask those questions up front, you know, like, I'm not just saying, let's pull your credit and look at that, we're looking at credit, we're looking at tax returns, we're asking the deeper questions of, oh, you just started commission, well, We need a history of commission. Did you have a commission job at your last place? So asking those layered questions so that when they actually go under contract, we don't have hiccups then. I'm essentially doing the homework up front. And that is going to really solidify your relationships with realtors because they know that you are a resource for them and you know your stuff. And so they can wipe that off their plate of things to worry about when they say, okay, Whitney's got the pre-approval, they're good, as opposed to that being a shaky piece of it. So I can't stress enough, like knowing your guidelines, spending the time to do your your pre-approval at the start, it only takes a few extra minutes to make sure someone is solid.
1: In your experience, what does it do for the relationship when you're able to provide that level of certainty at the start, like you were just saying? Because Based on what you were telling me in our previous conversation, there are realtors out there who have to really wonder when they're going into a transaction with some people if this loan is really going to close or not.
2: Right. Absolutely. Because if you put them on that solid footing at the beginning, they have this confidence level in the transaction that they would not otherwise have. So it makes all the difference. And so you need to know your guidelines. You need to understand them. You need to ask these hard questions about commission or student loans. And where's the cash to close coming from? Um, A good example of that might be if a client is qualifying on assets. Well, that works. But then if they also want to use those assets for cash to close, then you have a problem. So I, my background is that I used to process loans, and so I, the guidelines are available. They're online. Anyone, you know, can take the time to read them. So, just know and understand upfront all the intricacies of the loan. So, essentially, that deal is not falling apart unless the house doesn't appraise, or the client, you know, quits their job or buys a Lamborghini.
1: Never a good thing in the middle of a mortgage transaction. That's for sure. Whitney, a couple other big pieces of the equation for you when it comes to your relationships with realtors are communication and transparency. I want you to speak to both of those, starting with communication, because I know that one thing that you do is you really encourage your real estate partners to call you or text you if they have anything at all that they have questions about when it comes to the deal, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I reach out like I want to be a resource. I'm their partner in the transaction. So you want to add value to their transaction. How can you add value? Well, you can add value like what we just talked about with solid pre approvals. And you can also add value with communicating with them. Um, And, you know, maybe they're writing the offer and the seller wants to stay in the house a little longer. So they're going to do a rent back well, tell them to check with you because you know that if you're doing a rent back, you can only stay there 60 days or we have a problem on occupancy. So just, you know, in whatever form works for them, like I'm flexible, like some of my agents like to text me, some like to call, some like to email. Um, So, you know, whatever way they want to reach out works for me. And I think being as transparent as possible during the transaction also makes a big difference. And my biggest example of that is that you know, if you if you make a mistake, and everyone does, no one's perfect, own up to it as fast as possible. You know, just get out in front of it and say, hey, this is what happened. Um, you know, I'm sorry this happened. And here are some solutions or ideas on how we can fix that. And let's work together to try to fix it and and come at it sooner rather than later, because it's not going to go over so well the day before closing.
1: Yeah, that, that's when tensions are running especially high, right?
2: Absolutely. The closer you get to that date, the higher the stress level is. You don't want moving trucks lined up outside that door when you got to make a phone call that you messed up.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So another cool thing that you do, uh, and this is something that I believe you do every single week, is you'll actually provide value to your partners by informing them and educating them about something that's going on in the mortgage industry and, and what's happening with with interest rates. Tell our listeners what your approach is when it comes to that, Whitney.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Weekly, just shoot out um, a quick note on where rates are, you know, just a general ballpark, like conventional VA jumbo. And it's just a small little blurb. And underneath of that, I'll put, you know, something that's just happened or new information, for example, how the jumbo loan limit is 625, right? Right. Uh, so I put that in there or if borrow paid MI, I'll demonstrate how borrow paid MI is so cheap these days. And so even if you have an appraisal shortfall, maybe you just put a little mortgage insurance on there and we can still get to closing. And then I'll also occasionally use that to maybe toss one of my reviews in there and say, hey, here's what a client had to say, Like, let me know if we can help you. And it really seems to go over well with realtors, because then they feel in the driver's seat too when they're taking their clients around on the weekend. Because they'll say, "Oh, what are rates?" and they'll actually have an idea of what rates are. Uh, so I think they they like that little bit of knowledge on their side as well.
1: I love that. You know, you're equipping them with with information that they can then pass on to their borrowers, to their buyers, and and then make themselves look like rock stars. So uh, that's that's a great point. And you said that you know when it comes to the information you're sending out. You've gotten business off of this because there's something else that you add um, in your email that kind of sets you apart. What is that?
2: Okay. So in that email, I put the link on there for the pre-approval. So you can jump right in there so they can literally take my email and forward it to a buyer and say, Hey, this is Whitney. And here's her pre-approval link. And she'll get back to you quickly. And look, here's a sampling of her rate. So it gives them the ability to pass along that information that's relevant, right? The rates aren't from three weeks ago. I'm giving them the steps one, two, three of how you do it. You know, you sign up online, fill out the application, and we're going to get back to you with a solid pre-approval.
1: So so you've obviously got a a solid stable of realtor partners that you work with regularly, but that doesn't mean that you're not looking for new partners. And when it comes to new real estate partners, uh, you have an approach there as well. Tell our listeners about that.
2: Yes, I I try to add a new realtor once a quarter, You know, whether it's meeting somebody for coffee or if you're going to go to like a, a business group or an event, uh, just try to connect with one realtor a quarter to add them to your book of business. And I don't care if they're new or been in the business 20 years. Um, and you really have to cater to what they're looking for. If they're newer, they're going to have a lot of questions. And I don't mind that because it reminds me of, wow, there is so much knowledge out there that we can help realtors with and be helpful to them. And then the person who's been in it 20 years, you can usually get them on board with, um, well, look at what we can do. Look how fast we can close, how we can take that multiple offer situation and make it a plus. And then I think when you, you you know, first, the first step, obviously you got to keep at it (laughs) is to ask them to meet you for coffee. And, you probably can't just email them. You need to call them and say, hey, can I grab a coffee? And if you really can't get them to grab a coffee, maybe you can talk with them on the phone, get them interested in something. And when you meet with the real estate agent, don't just sit there and talk for 30 minutes about how great you are and how they should send you all their business. You should sit down and and ask them, what's going great in your business? What's not going great? You know, how how can I help you grow your business? Or what is a a hole you're seeing uh, in how... You're dealing with clients and just sit back and listen because they, their whole maybe we had a problem with appraisals or my clients don't really understand the process and they feel lost. So sit back, take in and then then give them the information about what you can do. And you know what? If you can't be their number one, that's fine. Be their number two. Eventually, number one is going to mess up <laughs> and you can slide in there.
1: I, I, I love the point about, you know, just simply asking them what's going on with their business. Sometimes it is much, much better to listen than it is to talk. And that is a perfect example. Whitney Bulbrook, the broker owner of Carolina Ventures Mortgage. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Are you a retail loan officer or mortgage banker looking for a career change that will give you more flexibility, speed and earning potential? Our team of experts at BeAmortgagebroker.com can help you make the switch to wholesale. Get started today at BeAmortgagebroker.com. I am pleased to be joined now by Skylar Welch. She is a senior mortgage broker with Main Point Lending out of Portland, Maine. Skylar, great to have you aboard.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today.
1: So you are heavily invested in your relationships with your realtor partners. You know, you've been in the business for over a decade now. When you look back on all the success that you've experienced, Skylar, what goes into having strong relationships with your real estate partners?
0: I mean, I think that's really what's led to all my success um, completely. And and I it's so funny we kind of are talking with this because I was talking to, um, my husband's cousin is actually like, in this now and he's but he's like call 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 leads 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 like that's all he does and he's like oh rates are going up a little bit and like I don't know how to do realtor b- refer I don't know how to do realtor business like whenever they send me something it's just like junk like I don't know how to do it you know and I'm I'm thinking like wow I think that's all I know how to do <laughs> um like I don't know how to do leads or not that I don't know how to but I just that's not my comfort zone. My main goal when opening main point lending, um, we just celebrated our one year anniversary. So we've been open for a whole year. And the day one, when I when I started, the first thing I wanted to do was that I wanted to start adding value to my real estate agents. That was my biggest goal. My first hire, my very first hire was a full-time marketing position. Everybody said to me, like, what? Like, you have this huge pipeline. Like your first hire is a marketing person. I'm like, yes, that was my very first hire because I had so many ideas and so many things that I wanted to add to my real estate agents. But I knew that I didn't have the time to execute them because I need to be in the weeds doing the logs. So, so we're doing a lot of really fun things that um, all of our agents are loving. And and what the point of all of the things that we're doing are is to set us apart, add value to them, make our... make. Me and my team invaluable to them that they need our business to grow their business, and that's really been our goal. So we've been um, implementing a lot of fun things that have have been doing that.
1: All right. So you said your first hire was that marketing person. So clearly you saw a a need, you know, in Mm -hmm. terms of what your realtor partners weren't getting. So what was the strategy, or what is the strategy, in terms of what you did with that marketing person and what needs they are feeling for your partners?
0: Absolutely. So. What we did is he's really a background of videography. Um, He also just has an amazing personality and he's so likable and he's so just, um, you know, just everybody loves him. So when I hired him, my goal was that I wanted to start creating content. I mean, everything's all about social media. Everything's about video. And um, a few years ago, like I've been to conferences and they literally said, like, if you're not doing video, you're done. You know, if you're not... Um, And I had never even done a video my whole life when I did that. And I just said, you know what? I need to start doing this. Um, But I also know that's the same thing with real estate agents. Like they need to be relevant. They need content. They don't have the time. They don't have the knowledge. They don't have the capability necessarily or the resources to be able to do that when they're just, you know, a single real estate agent, don't have this huge team. It's hard. So when I hired um, my marketing guy, I said, we're going, I want you to create content for us and as our company, but really I want you creating content for our real estate partners, create. So we, every single week we have real estate agents coming into our office. We've created this really fun space, like neon lights and all kinds of lights and cameras. And they come in and they're like VIP for the day. You know, we give them swag, we give them things and we film them, but we highlight their personality, what their specialty is what area they focus in. And then we create all kinds of fun content to provide to them that they can then take and provide, put on their social media, put on their Instagram, their Facebook to their clients. And it's branded for them. So we're giving them that content to boost what they do. I mean, we're going out. We had an agent that, focuses in the lakes region. He's on a boat with her. She's driving the boat around. She's showing these properties and he's getting all this professional film. We have people that are, you know, downtown that are focused on like the high-end condos. Okay, we're downtown showing them going through and that they're the special specialists in that area. And it's so fun, but it's like, they're like, what, nobody's doing this for us? Because the fact is, is that I can go to every single real estate agent and say, I have great rates. I have great turn times. I... Answer my phone. I'm super responsive. Like I can say all of those things, but guess what? Someone's walking right behind me and saying the same exact thing. So, what are you doing that's setting you apart? So that you you're, you know, providing things that nobody else is doing. So that is our goal when we started this: is that we need to start providing things that nobody else is doing.
1: So, so just to reiterate, you are having your marketing guy, who you pay, produce, shoot, and produce. Video content that you are then giving to your realtor partners that has absolutely nothing to do with main point lending it has everything to do with them and their brand, right? Correct. Exactly. And some people listening this to this would say, well, Skylar, there's still no guarantee they're gonna, you know, do business with you. That's so true. what would you say to that? So what would you say to that?
0: It's true. There is no guarantee, but the thing is, is if you're consistent in the biggest, most important thing with your real estate partners is be consistent. You know, I can. I could reach out to a real. I remember I used to train LOs and someone would come in and be like, I had lunch with this realtor. They're going to send me all their business and went so great. Week went by, they haven't sent me any deal. Another week went by, they haven't sent me any business. I'm like, have you reached out to them? Have you called them? Have you met up with them again? Did you go to their office? Like, no, no, no. Well, guess what? They've already moved on. You know, so you have to be consistent with your real estate agents. You have to continue to Work and grow and nurture that relationship. That is so important. So we're evolving. You know, we're we're just starting. Like we started doing these interviews. Now we're doing uh, listing showcases. So we're going out to the actual properties. We're promoting Is this is a way for you to win a listing? You're you're providing this free, awesome, professional video to highlight their property that's going to get their property sold, and you're providing that to them. But we're we're shooting it, we're providing it to you, and now it's get, winning you a listing. Every real estate agent wants listings. So what tool can we get them, give them to help them win more listings? So that's been another tool that we've been doing, and it's been it's been amazing.
1: I, I love the idea of, of the listing showcase. And, and my previous comment was it was kind of in jest because I am quite certain that a lot of realtors who you have you know, given this white glove treatment of you know putting them in front of the camera producing great video content for them and then you know giving it to them for nothing. I'm sure they have been extremely appreciative. Uh what kinds of feedback have you gotten from your partners when it comes I mean, to videos?
0: it's it's honestly been amazing because I I kind of joke about it, but like I have realtors calling me and being like, how can I work with you? <laughs> you know, that's like every LO's dream, right? LO's are always like hot in the pain and like, hey, I'm an LO in your area. Like I don't, I honestly don't do that because I focus so heavily on building strong relationships and they're relationships that we benefit off each other. We work together. Um, people always make a joke that I'm like best friends with all my realtors, but really, it's just that I've built these strong relationships and I choose to work with people that I like, that I trust, that I know do a good job. Like I'm really selective in a way that I'm not just going out and trying to work. I'm not just going out and be like, send me a deal, send me a deal, send me a deal to every real estate agent. I'm going out and be like, what, what can I? How can I help you grow your business to the people that I see potential in and that I want to grow business with? Because realistically, like I'm still young, like I have a long time left in this business. Like I want to grow with the people that that want to grow, you know. And and I think it's funny because when I first started, everyone was like, "Oh, did you go after them, them, them?" All these like big names. I'm like, no. Like I I need to earn that. But also, I'm going after these people that are getting inducted at the at the Realtor's induction ceremony. And I'm going to to tell them like, hey, like I'm here for you. Guess what? Some of those agents are the biggest agents now, 10 years later. And they've been loyal to me for 10 years because I'm the person that helped them get there throughout those years. So for new agents or for new brokers, I think that's a really, really good tip. Is like go after those. And people like, oh, they only closed four loans or four deals last year. Who cares? Help them. Close ten, help them close twenty, and then they're going to be loyal to you because you help them get there.
1: I think that is an outstanding piece of advice. Invest in somebody who needs the help, as opposed to mm-hmm. you know that realtor who is already super successful and and right. doesn't really need anything that you can provide. I think I also great f- I
0: felt like those people for so long were like, I already have my guy. Like, why would I? suppose you're like twenty three years old, mm-hmm. and you know what? Realistically, like looking at me, like uh, no. <laughs> but now I'm doing business with with a lot of them. But it took time, you know. So you don't necessarily have to go after the whale the first time. Like just start with the the small little fish in the pond, but grow them to be bigger, and then they're always going to be part of your team.
1: Uh, Skylar Welch, senior mortgage broker at Main Point Lending. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you so much, Justin.
1: To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.